Shrag. Hello, Shalina. How are you? I'm alright, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Are we ready to take our listeners through yet another decluttering journey for today? Ooh, decluttering journey. Yeah, we've got to make it bigger now. That's we're, profound. Yeah. It's episode um, 43 now. Yes, it is. So we're going to take them on our journey about talking about no shopping for a month. I don't think that's what the listeners had in mind when we said we're going to take you through a journey. Well, I've been seeing articles about this on the internet for a while. People talking about it. People always, you know, they make a New Year's resolution as well that they're not going to shop or they're not going to do something. And it's February. So I thought we'll start late because I don't like New Year's resolutions. (laughs) I don't believe in them. (laughs) Even though it's great that people have New Year's resolutions to declutter. And I do kind of tell people to not shop after they've had a decluttering session with me for like a month, just to get used to the new systems in the house, especially in their wardrobes, and to um, appreciate the stuff that they do have. And then you can see within the next few weeks what stuff is missing from your closet or you know in your kitchen or whatever so then you can buy yeah i'm assuming that like if you shop almost immediately after you clutter you'll start picking up the piece things that you took out like you went through that decision process but then when you see it in the store you'll be like well you know i got rid of it but actually i kind of like it i want to back it yeah people do that or they go oh i've got space now in the wardrobe i can put more things in and it's like no enjoy the space embrace the space I think it's a good idea for people who have shopped a lot in the past that go to the mall every few days, which there are people, or go online and shop on um, these websites, online websites. There's ones like Net-A-Porter and the Outnet, which seem to have sales all the time, or a sales tab, and you can buy items from there. And people do, you know, or Unas, which is the Middle East version, and it, it becomes an addiction. Um, and so I do find a lot of clients with, I find the bags and the boxes from these shops, online shops, and from the, the more shops on a regular basis. And there's, you know, it's a way to try and help counter the addiction and to find out why you've got this addiction to shopping. So if you stop for a month and just embrace other things in life, um, I guess it's like doing any, it's any other addiction, like drinking alcohol, Smoking cigarettes, cool. So if you stop for a month, you know, people lose weight. They find they've got more time on their hands. They don't have a hangover. So it could be the same thing with shopping. You've got more money in your bank account. You know, you're doing more other things than going to the mall or sitting in front of your computer shopping. So there's that kind of... um, Almost like a detox. Yeah, kind of. But a February one instead of a January one. No, I think um, it's a good way to moderate, especially when you find yourself doing it way too much. Um, I mean, again, addiction is a medical thing and we don't want to get into that. But just the fact that, you know, you're doing too much of it is not a good sign. And this is true for everything in life. Let's say once a month you were shopping for clothes or whatever. And suddenly you're finding yourself doing it every weekend. Then it's a good way to sort of just force your mind to stop. But... It also leads to an important question. How do you get started on on actually stopping yourself from shopping? I think um, from an online point of view, I would say remove the apps from your phone for these shopping sites. And it's not just for clothes ones. I mean, there's the Amazon, Souk. Uh, you know, I know guys who buy loads of electronics, you know, or games for their Xboxes and Playstations on a regular basis. Um, mine used to be music when I was younger. I used to buy a lot of CDs and vinyl. That was my big thing. I, I, I stopped doing that. For other women, it's makeup. 
and there's so many websites to buy makeup and toiletries now and then you go to the shops so so the first thing is yeah remove the apps remove them from your favorites on your computer so you don't go to them even though you could easily type it on google but that sort of helps with the making it less accessible for the physical shops just don't go to the shops instead of saying i'm going to go to the mall to buy a coffee and then you end up shopping go somewhere else go to I don't know, a park, because it's lovely weather right now. You can go to a standalone coffee shop. We've got quite a few here now, which wasn't the case a few years ago. But I think if you look worldwide, uh, there's tons of examples where you just have a standalone coffee shop that isn't part of a shopping complex, town center, you know, what have you. And so you can you just grab coffee and then you leave. Yeah. Exactly. Or you can, you know, go to events, go to the cinema. There, there's so many things you can do and you can find it out in Time Out or one of the local listing you know websites that they're things to do other than going to a mall you know we go to a mall a lot and i think that's the same in you know america less so maybe in the european countries but we're very mall driven um and this is a good way to see outside and see what else is out there in the world um another thing to do is to not take your credit card or take cash but take about i don't know a few dirhams for a coffee yeah. Uh, or dollars and that's it you know don't take anything else remove the apple pay from your phone i'd have to do that i've got apple pay on my phone so i'd have to remove that so i don't don't pay with that because that's accepted everywhere now so they're the little kind of tips to to start the process and to see how you feel i mean if you do have to buy something say you have to go to an event and you do need something then buy it but this is a way of sort of stopping you from just buying random items that you don't actually need or use you know and it will help you to start um getting rid of the clutter in your house because you're not bringing clutter into the house to begin with so i mean and if you find yourself like if that's something that you can't do entirely or whatever um so we've got these new like well apple and google have come out with sort of these screen time applications to limit the amount of time you spend on your phone uh so you can actually block apps Oh, uh, okay. You know, within within that within that framework. So in in Apple's case, actually, not only do you block the app, but then when you when you block it and say, I don't want to see this, um, either at a certain time, hmm. or at all, um, then y it doesn't even let you go to their website because oh, the brilliant. websites are linked, right? So they they know that, for example, if you want to block yourself from using Instagram, then Instagram.com shouldn't be accessible either, and so it blocks you from from both. Um, uh, you can bypass it, obviously, but the fact that you receive that first sort of notification that, oh, sorry, you can't get to this because you've set a block for yourself um, is a good reminder of the fact that, oh, yeah, I actually decided I'm not going to shop this month, and so you can walk away. So that might be a good way to enforce some restrictions. Yeah, that's a good way. And I just thought of another one is when you go onto the login pages on all these accounts, remove your credit card details from there because then you have to go get your credit card and, you know, find the number and put it in and all that again, unless it's automatically saved um, on your website but that's one way of doing it so i think yeah it's about making that decision to okay i'm not going to shop for 30 days because i shouldn't but then it's also taking maybe a couple of extra steps using tech especially to try and just force yourself out of the habit because we're so reliant on these on the tech things that we don't remember passwords anymore for yeah. example so just taking that off actually puts a little obstruction between or puts some friction between you and and, and shopping so this uh, as much as amazon loves this like one button buy oh i know i never press I mean, that it's very dangerous yeah. because it, you, you can easily get carried away yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy and sometimes i've done it by accident gone actually i was still thinking about it and why did i press that button then you have to cancel very quickly 
I mean, it's designed it's designed to make you shop quicker, which I, I get why they're doing it as well, but it's also c- kind of creating this behavior uh, because they're also relying on the fact that you, a lot of people will not return things. Better to not bring it in than to be like, oh, I'll just return it, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's better to force that habit. And a lot of people do that, that they buy stuff and then they go, oh no, the, uh, that was a mistake. Like you can cancel. You can cancel within two to three hours. Bef- and especially, I mean, Amazon a bit less because their time, turnover time is very fast now. But with other stores, you've got a few hours to think about it and then to cancel it, bef- you know, before it's shipped out and the, the money's taken out of your account. I mean, and a lot of them also will um, have the option to actually say no even at the delivery stage. Yeah. So when it comes to your house, you can be like, listen, I'm returning it. I'm not taking it in. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you sort of don't have to put, again, an extra step to be like, I have to call the return. You yeah. just do it now. Yeah. And then, of course, if you do buy stuff, there's always the two, uh, buy one, get rid of two. So even if you do buy something, don't feel guilty. Don't feel remorseful for buying something. Just get rid of two things from your house. So that helps reduce the clutter again. So, um, yeah, I always use that mantra as well. So I thought we'll have a bit of a discussion about this because it, it's, it's been on my mind, you know. Do people do this and how does it work for people? And But I think it's a good idea. I, I mean, it's. I think all the more so because we are living in, a, in an era of a lot of sales for most of the year um so uh, then this is outside of the like the shopping festivals and stuff there's there's sales all the time every couple of months some store is going on sale yeah and it's just enticing people to spend for no there's most of the time not a real reason to go spend but the deals are real now Mm. you know it's not the sort of like i'm gonna mark up the price and mark it down it's there there are genuine sales going on and so it's very tempting to be like wow that stuff i know it's whatever, 30% more normally or whatever. It's very tempting to pick it up. Yeah. It is, yes. And I mean, if there's something that you do actually need, so, you know, like there's the every few years my TV goes yeah. and then I need to buy a new TV. So, yeah, then you love those deals. But when it's just general things, clothes, toiletries, makeup, electronic shoes, and games, music, those are the ones that you have to try and be wary of. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's what we've got for you this week. Um, if you're someone that is, has found a tip that has worked for you to help you curb your shopping habits, send them to us. We'd, yeah, we'd love to it. hear that. Yeah, that would be great. Well, you can find the show in your favorite podcast player. Send us reviews. Yeah. We like reviews. If you love the show, send us a review. That would be lovely. Uh, and of course, you can contact Shalina by visiting declutterme.com. Fill out the contact form. And you can find out more information by visiting declutterme.com slash podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.